0: Time for Snap Tackle Pod. It's week four of Snap Tackle Pod. Mick Schaefer and Dion Clisso. I'm here at KSHB 41 Studios. Dion, my head looks a lot smaller than yours, and I'm okay with that.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm probably sitting too close to the camera. If I relaxed a little, and you can hear my squeaking chair, I would be. <laughs> but I like to try and be up front and have my he- head Get framed by to talk my about Xfinity. High by, head framed by the Xfinity logos. That's good. Here in the Xfinity uh, Studios, the Preps KC.
0: That's right. Dion Clisseau brought to you by uh, Free Cable um, yes. and uh, <laughs> Preps KC. As we talk high school football here in Kansas uh, and Missouri, uh, deep in the heart of Kansas City here. Um, all right, so we are week four for Missouri, week three for Kansas. Look back at last week uh, before we look ahead. Uh, we'll start on the Missouri side. Carney, uh ending Smithville's streak. How, how many games was that at? Fifteen.
1: Fifteen.
0: It's still pretty good. Span, I mean, Anyone that stands yeah. a couple seasons there.
1: I'd have to look back and see. I don't think they uh, – the regular season streak was probably a little longer than that, uh, that year that they went to the semifinals. I haven't really delved deep into it. Uh, like, Odessa had the big long streak last year. Uh, they were 30-some in a row, period. Mm-hmm. And their regular season streak went back in the 40s because they had lost in the playoffs a couple times, and that's the only place they lost. And so yeah. – um odessa had a really long streak it got and they they it was kind of similar the way both those streaks ended they were getting close game and then a closer game <laughs> and, then, and then it ended in a close game so yeah. no hats off to smithville that's still a really good football team carney uh they've got excelsior springs this week um that's the one they don't want to get they should win that game um but they can't get caught looking ahead because excelsior is probably right there below carney and smithville in that district yeah. you know so that's in that
0: conference too so so, do we know the long current longest win streak in the city? Putting you on the spot here. Oh, uh, let's see. Mill Valley, I know. I can speak. I would, has, has St. James. Has it's not St. James. It's
1: not. Yeah, it's gonna. That's got to be Mill Valley then.
0: It, it's yeah, because Northwest. Um, it wouldn't be as long. They uh, blew out Northwest. Yeah, Northwest
1: so, and St. James have both lost. the Liberty North No championship
0: North. teams lost outside of Mill Valley then from last year.
1: Um, yes, and nobody else because it was Smithville. It was I'm Smithville. The only East buck. I don't know. If, I mean. He spoke up by Savannah two weeks ago.
0: Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I think Mill Valley 10 I mean,
1: is the longest, longest win streak going right now. It's
0: hard to do it. It makes you appreciate what I mean. I think Platte County was up in like, were they in the 50s back, like the early 2000s? Yeah, they, won, th- up, they Aquinas won three in a row. Like 25 games. They
1: won three in a row, which got you to 14. You know, if you win, if you're in, on the Missouri side and you're not. If you're in class and when they used to fill out all the classes, yeah. You would you could play 15. Um, Smithville played 13 last year um because they had to buy the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. I think they had a COVID game in there too. They got yeah. somebody had cancel on them. But you could Maryville had a streak of of
0: yeah, Maryville.
1: 30, 40 games in a row there um for a while because they were banking. Fifteen, you know, fifteen in a row each time. That's that's where it adds up. If you can bank fifteen games, yeah, two three yeah, years in good. a row, uh, you're you're you'll you'll get in the fifties and sixties pretty quick. It's no, it's yeah. Easy to
0: do. Well, I mean, like the North around the you know, late nineties, early two thousands as well, had to have had you know one going through at least a couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, and that uh, that train they had going uh, back in the day. Now it's uh it's 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 tough to do. It's great to see. I mean, rarely do we have an undefeated state title winner. Yeah, on either no, it's, side any class.
1: It, it's getting rarer and rarer because the teams – conferences are getting tougher. Teams are – you know, everybody's slipping up somewhere. That's yeah. what was impressive about Smithville last year. And, you know, their toughest game – you know, MICDS in the regular season or in the, in the semifinals, they had to come back on and get a late touchdown in that game to win that one. But that's probably the closest game uh, – that is easily the closest game they had all last season. They were pretty dominant. I mean, they their twos played a lot. <laughs> last year yeah. uh, and you factor in the extra thing so they've they've got a lot of guys who come on with experience but no it's 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 tough to do i mean i you know i think blue spring south in 15 was undefeated in in, in big class um blue valley northwest wasn't blue valley north wasn't I'm trying to think Mill Valley hasn't had an undefeated state champion. Was Aquinas? No, they in? haven't.
0: The, they've hit 11 in a row over the last few years a couple times. Uh, if they were fortunate enough to get a win on Friday, they'd hit 11 again. And but uh, no, Aquinas it's Aquinas lost uh, the year they, they they lost, didn't they? Lose to Miege? Which year?
1: In the regular season, the when Aquinas won
0: their title? No. We, so Aquinas had it at 25 games in a row. Oh, they so did. They won, they won 13 in a row, or maybe it was 24. Um, uh, they'd won thirteen in a row in eighteen, and I believe eleven in a row in nineteen. So I believe it is at twenty-four, and then they lost uh, to Mill Valley there. Yeah. That was one of the long ones on the Kansas Meage had and Meage had a good run there, oh, too. Oh, Miege had. Well, I mean, that that regular season though. I mean, they, they would I mean they would win state title after state title, but they were going undefeated in that EKL. Yeah, no. So, no, it's that, it's it's tough to it's do. an I interesting mean, it's, topic. We should put more time and research in to <laughs> deliver <laughs> – <laughs> I'm like all of a sudden, I'm wanting to know this stuff, uh, yeah. and um, it's probably out there. We just don't know it. Look it up if you're watching <laughs> us right now or listening to us. And Go to Preps KC, us. I no. know we're missing. A,
1: we've got a couple years. We're, we're still inputting. We got a 15 and 16 or, or and 10. I know we're missing yeah. years in our archives. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, did some computer changing over, and those, <laughs> those are those those need to be manually there. It's easier your, to your enter Preps them KC now.
0: staff needs to uh, to put those. Yes,
1: in we we've got them all. That's that's the great thing about it is we've got it all. I just gotta. Uh, get it uploaded now, and, and uh, yeah. we that was a That was a server change at that time, and now we've done another back-end change this past off to make it easier mm-hmm. for me to up, yeah. upgrade those. So that will that will get done this off season. We will be totally yeah. from ten all the way through twenty two. Let's
0: talk about surprise teams. Maybe surprise records so far. You win your first game. A lot of teams do that. Half the teams will do that. Get to two and zero. Okay, whatever. I think once you start getting to three and zero and four and zero, you're doing something in high school football. And look, Oak Park is three and zero right now, Dion have a great chance to get to four 0 this week.
1: Yeah, they are really playing well. That's a young team. It's full of juniors. Good win over Grain Valley last good week. Good win over Grain Valley. Um and, and Grain Valley is a tough physical team and you know we, I talked to coach Clemens last week as preview for my radio show and he said, you know, that's the kind of team we want to be. We want to be tough and physical and 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 play with energy and and that's we measure ourselves against Grain Valley and they went out and they did it. Uh 14-10, good win there. Um they're 3 and 0. You've got um on the Kansas side, you got Shawnee Mission North at 2 and 0. Um, they have not been, I do have some facts for you here. Thanks to one Adam Sullivan, who did some coverage for us back in the day and is a Shawnee Mission North grad slash historian, um, who now lives in Spokane, Washington with his, his yeah. wife and, and child, uh, um, used to be in the Kansas athletic department as well. He texted me and said that they have not started three and Shawnee Mission North has not started three and since 2003. And then before that, it was 1995. And before that, it was 1977. So it was the last three times that they had started three and They've got a tough one uh this week with Olathe North. Uh the definitely hey, if they start three and they have earned it uh at this point. You know, got to win over China Mission South and then back that up over an Olathe South team that did Well, yeah, they, you know the China
0: Mission South kind of a rivalry game, but they, they, they won by three scores. Yeah, they, they, they dominated that Olathe South, which has I mean, they've got a couple FBS guys on their team, they mm-hmm. got a returning quarterback. And a team that's, I still think, going to finish in the top half of the Sunflower League, if not, you know, better top fourth or you know, top third, or something like that. And they they beat them. Summers North beat yeah. them.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, Andy Walter and that, that coaching staff has done a fantastic job. If you, I had not talked to him that much before, you instantly know how Andy Walter got that job. Organized, passionate, you know, he just, he just, you look at him and you talk to him for five seconds, you go, That's a guy who's going to turn, you know, has the ability to motivate people. And he's very motivating when you listen to him, humble, all that kind of stuff. So a good young coach there that's doing good things. And, you know, they did it on a night when it was their 100th anniversary. They were celebrating the homecoming and all that stuff. And, and, you know, Coach Terrell Wamsgons does my radio show with me. Uh, He did not make it to it, though, but he said some of his former classmates uh, from the uh, 1960 uh, graduating class did go and walked in the parade. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> and we're out on the field. So uh, there was a lot of representation there. And, and I think it's, I think it's good to see a team like, uh, Shawnee Mission North go. Well, look, they that. got that,
0: that what? $4 million weight room. What, what's the price? Yes. Of that guy? Already paying dividends, I guess, over there.
1: Yes, no doubt. That's, that's definitely a good thing. Another team last week, Blue Springs South. They've now won yeah. twice as many games as they had two years before. So, uh, crazy went over Park Hill. Park Hill gets victimized again in the fourth quarter. Two weeks yeah. in a row, they're they're giving up a ton of points. But Blue Springs South is going to Ray Peck this week. I mean, you start yeah. to look at that Blue Springs South schedule and you say this is a team that won four games in the last three years. They may win five this season, five or six.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do we make of uh, Rockhurst going on the road and giving a game, putting a scare into, what, Liberty North 10-7? Uh, to 7. I mean, Rockhurst what, one and two on the season. And you look at their schedule, it's a killer. But this could <laughs> be like a 500-team going to the playoffs, Dion. They could make a run and maybe win a title.
1: Yeah, they're loaded with juniors. And uh Andy Meyer covered the game for us, was telling me that uh he's like, he goes, You can see the talent in those juniors. And he said it was a tough defensive battle. And you had two of the better defensive minds in the city going after each other last week. And Andy Learman, the head coach at uh Liberty North, who was the defensive coordinator for Liberty North and still is calling the plays. And some guy named Greg Oder. I not he done he's done He's done something before. Oh, that's right. He won three state titles. At Blue Springs I, I don't know
0: how those guys like hold their play sheets because all their rings on their fingers, <laughs> laying them down.
1: Yeah. That's, it's quite the staff there. The offensive coordinator, some guy named Tom Cruz, uh, not the, not the top gun guy, but the, you know,
0: a way cooler Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's team. a way
1: cooler Tom Cruise as the OC. And uh, I threatened, I threatened them a couple weeks ago when we were doing a, a podcast with Kelly, that I was going to mm-hmm. make the the coordinators do interviews like the chiefs and, I was told, yeah. uh, "Uh, no," by Greg Oder. He's done with that. All yeah. that stuff. He, does, he doesn't have to do that anymore. So he's not now. Tom, I'm sure would would come he on and do a podcast. He Loves the, rugby. the camera. He, <laughs> yeah, loves, the he camera. loves it. He's great. The camera he's loves him great. too. Oh, he's he's one of the best
0: interviews you'll ever have. And a great
1: guy. But yeah. Rockhurst is uh, Liberty North. Still the team. The, 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 I was say about,
0: you don't put out a poll, but if you did, they would be your number one, right? I mean, yes, you know, yeah, It's seven points, seven points, and seven points.
1: Yeah, they're 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 the best team. They're the number one team. Six A, the the rankings, you know, we do with the, the media guys, and uh they're not going anywhere, but but Rockers is getting better. Uh and that's a team that's yeah, a lot of good juniors on that team, and, and they'll yeah. be they'll be pretty tough as the season goes on.
0: One more on the Kansas side before we look ahead to next week. Um Aquinas, they come out of the gates, they blew Blue Valley West and Blue Valley Northwest, probably in a lot of people's minds, the two best teams. In the EKL coming in, and quite frankly, Aquinas won easily in both those games. Yeah. Uh, are they are are <laughs> they the team in the EKL? Then
1: they're looking like it. Um, you know, I think Bishop Miege might have something to say about it. I mean, they're they're looking really good too. You think they, they uh,
0: are they bristling? You think a little bit of Aquinas winning those games? Uh I you know it's going to be you know they both get to, you think the, they're the upset about of... that. You think they have <laughs> that, that
1: rivalry going? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it,
1: it's going to be interesting with both those teams because they have they they basically play the same schedule. I mean, pretty much. Um, they're both playing Rockhurst?
0: Both but yeah they they're both yeah they're out of conference games Rockhurst.
1: Yeah, so I mean they'll they'll you'll know exactly who the best team is and they'll play each other head to head. Uh so it's it's going to be interesting to see in the EKL because the thing about the EKL is we haven't said anything about Blue Valley who's 2 and 0 and beat St. James last week. Right. Uh you know. So and they they're going to have something to say about it. Northwest is not going to go lose a bunch of games. Blue Valley West has lost to Aquinas. You know, the if you if you're Aquinas or Miege and you've beaten one of those other teams, then the other one hasn't played them yet. You're like, oh, okay. There's yeah. the, there's the spot there. So I I think the EKL is going to be a a bloody mess by the time it's all said and done. Always oh, is um, the, the and Gorg probably is produce bloody mess though, isn't it? And produce you know who knows another you know state fi- a couple state finalists and be a and all that yeah stuff. maybe a Simone <laughs> winner, all that stuff. I mean John Price at Dead Blue Valley when was the last time you saw a blue valley tailback turn out 175 plus a couple three touchdowns in, in you know back to yeah. back weeks? That's yeah. not usually their MO. They're usually spread it around, all that kind of stuff. They got a tailback now who they have got a they
0: got a horse they can ride. I mean, yeah.
1: he's he's legit.
0: All right. So uh let's get to the remax big three. You can find those at prepskc.com. Dion breaks down all those matchups, three on the Kansas side, three on the Missouri side, the start on the Missouri side. I mean, Park Hill and Liberty Park Hill is like must see tv right yes i, I look at it here so the their first game they had a combined 106 points scored the second game they had 107 points scored third game real defensive battle only 99 points scored yeah yeah they held
1: it under 99 and uh they're probably they're still kicking themselves talk to coach sims he's like you know we've we've got fixable things but we've got some things to fix and yeah and, uh, i mean both
0: of those those last two games are losses both by one score
1: yeah and and they gave up they were up eighteen in the fourth quarter against Blue Spring South, and Blue Spring South came back. and And what a huge for a for a team that couldn't find a way to win for two years, yeah. they have they have in two out of their three games this year um, gotten those wins. But Park Hill Liberty is going to be a good one. Liberty Liberty went down and played Ray Peck tough. Two Much better, two good teams, right? One yes. is going to be one
0: and three when they're done.
1: Yeah, that is true. One of those teams going to be one and three. Uh, you know, Liberty they didn't have uh, Ricky Amarazzi. I think that's how you say his name. Last week, he may be back this week. We'll see. Um, but no, they've got Anthony Winston. Their tailback's really good. Their defense is pretty solid. I know they've given up a lot of points. They've given up like 70 points the last two weeks, mm-hmm. but they're playing Liberty North and Ray Pack. Uh, they shut out Liberty, or at least on the West, the first week. So uh, we'll see. And, and Park Hill can score on anybody. Um, I think this is one of the better defenses that they'll play uh, this week than, you know, I think they're better than, than Ray Pack or, or Blue Spring South defense. So, so we'll, you know, it, I told Andy, who's going to be covering, I was like, don't think you're getting it home by 10. No. Because both weeks, don't those games were t- 10-ish before they got out. I mean,
0: it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, like a freaking whack game out there in college. It's on all night. Yeah, absolutely. And look, look Blue Spring South and Ray Peck, another one of your REMAX big three games, two two more teams that aren't afraid to to score a lot of points and give up a lot of points.
1: Well, and somebody asked me, like, what do you think? I said, hey, Blue Spring South's got a puncher's chance here. This isn't going against Rockhurst. That's going to want to slow you down and defend. Ray peck defense is is a, a work in progress, to say the least. They're going to give up some yards and some points. And so, if, if you know South can get into a shootout with them, you know we could be talking about a South team that that if they were to win that game, could be a five, six, seven win team after not winning a game last year. But that being said, peck has got Jaden Dawson, Thomas Bager, and Zander Dombrowski and and uh, Riddell and all the, all those names. They're going to have possibly two power five wide receivers because Riddell just got an offer from, from Tennessee yeah. uh, on that team, along with Thomas Fager, who's an outstanding tailback. And I've heard they've got a, a freshman who's seeing some time at tailback who may be better, one of the best tailbacks they've had in there in years. So, wow. oh. All
0: right. So we've got small school here on the Missouri side, Maryville. Um at Saint Pius the Tenth, this is Maryville in Class Three. Saint Pius in Class Two, is that correct?
1: No, Saint Pius is still up in three. They're going they the up last guys. year. Yeah, okay. with, well, the this multipl- is, uh, with the multiplier.
0: With the multiplier. Potential. Yeah, a potential matchup we could see down the road. Oh
1: yeah, district. They're in the same district. Uh, so there's a dis- decent possibility. This is a uh, who gets a higher seed easily. Right. Savannah's in that district as well, so they could end up uh, having something go there. But uh, no, it's it's a good game and Maribel's playing really well and they actually are throwing the ball a little bit this year and uh, talk with coach Matt Webb and he's like he goes you know he's a he, the, he's a b- basketball point guard he goes he goes he, you know he watches a lot of 15 play on Sundays he goes there's a lot of those throws and it's like I, oh, I, I told him I was like hey, he goes yeah he goes I, he goes I tell him he goes he's like a point guard kind of out there you know shoveling the ball around and uh, he goes, I tell him, I, was like, I don't care how it gets there as long as it doesn't get to the other team. And he goes, and he hasn't done it. So <laughs> he goes, we're, we're yeah. pretty – because it's a little different look out of Maryville. Um, and they're going to go up against Pius' strength, which is the, their defense. And Pius' offense is, is got a lot of new players, so it's still kind of fine in its way. But uh, I, I think the Spoofhounds uh, are, are a pretty good team. And and, and Coach Webb, he, he, when he talks about it, he's got a little di- – I mean, they're throwing the ball. It's a different look than what they're normally doing. Um, he's got a – he had a look on his face like – I got a got a feeling he likes yeah. his team. They played Blair Oaks really tough in week one, um, after getting off to a little bit of a slow start, and then they really found their footing against them and really played them even up, even though they lost by two scores.
0: All right, over on the Kansas side, it's Bishop Miege and St. James. Uh, I'm guessing that's maybe like at Aquinas and it's at Aquinas, uh, and, yes. And, and uh, uh, St. James is the home <laughs> team. Okay,
1: yeah, uh, that's it's, uh, it's at Aquinas, yeah. It's a, uh, hopefully, a private
0: school bingo. Where who's playing where and what what, what field and all that stuff. Um. Well, hey, look, St. James is going to be motivated, right? They're 0 too, but Miege ain't feeling sorry for him, right? No, St. James beat him three times in a row.
1: Yeah, they 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 beat him three times in a row. They played uh, twice the last two years. They could play twice again this year, though. Aquinas being down there means that there's a third player that could yeah. shift things to the other side sure. and that kind of stuff. But um, you know, Miege comes in playing as well as anybody. Uh, I mean. They dominated Blue Valley North. They dominated Blue Valley Southwest. Yep. Uh Mac Armstrong is, you know, he had, I think he had eight different receivers last week. Um a veteran guy. Um defensively, they're playing outstanding. Uh they've they they're just shutting teams down. St. James is still kind of finding their way. they gotten a little bit of a shootout with Blue Valley last week and and lost that. But their front seven is tough. And and this is more apples to apples. Uh, you know, for for St. James, you know, after playing two 6'8 teams the last week two weeks it's it's yeah. now they're back in with a 4a team and um it looks a little bit more like them uh Look so handed, but it's
0: you know pretty much a 6a team and they're yeah. pretty much a 6a team. they're i mean they're just they're they're it's so close already in 5a and 6a in kansas and then you add those three 4a mm-hmm. um you know catholic schools that are right there in that mix with with the best teams in five A and six A. so um all right uh, eudora spring i love this one uh i love this one eudora's got some athletes spring hill figures to be honestly one of the better teams on the east side of the 5a bracket how, how do you yeah. uh how's this one shake out for you
1: well they're they're a little young at quarterback um but they're they've got a lot of good play spring hills does good. talk about a, a, a town that i think a lot of people don't give a lot of attention to sometimes until they get in the postseason um they've really they've got their uh tailback back um and he's really good they lost tong and oxy last week but tong and oxy is sneaky good yeah, and uh, and that's that. Here's the beauty of Tonganoxie is when they're young, they're young, and they take their lumps. But they're so well coached that when those kids get older and they've got the yeah. talent, they're tough. And they almost beat Baser in week one. And then they beat Spring Hill in week two. Um, but Eudora's playing real well. Uh, this is a the frontier is is a fun league because it's not. There's no. I don't. I don't know if there's a top. There's a big middle. <laughs> Sure. There's there's yeah. not one or two teams you go that's the team, you know. But the middle, I mean, that whole top half is really you know Eudora, Lewisburg, Paola, Spring Hill, you know, Oxy. There's five of the of the eight right there that we're talking about are really good solid team. So um, this is a fun one. And and Drew Steffen, the new coach, taking over for Sean Hayden. Uh, he was on staff already, but he stepped up and he's the new coach at uh, mm-hmm. Eudora. He's got them playing well. And Coach Feedback is one of the I think most respected guys he's on all-star staffs a lot of, you know you, that's where you see those guys get picked to do those kind of things you know because he's really respected by his he does a great job down there and that's a great place to go watch a football game too uh, that's a that's a neat pasture over. of
0: pain is what they call it yes <laughs> it's a Feedback's fantastic great, man he's like yeah I coined it people think it's corny but i like it he's like literally when i first <laughs> took over the job there's a there's a horse right across the street <laughs> yeah. we'll come over and uh and uh Winnie at me every day. I'm like, yeah, okay. no he calls him. He, he calls them Metro Rednecks. Is what? Yeah, they, that's what he said today. They <laughs> are down there. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, no, he's a he's a great fit for that town. There's no doubt about, about that. And they're really the growing town. It's gonna like the Soto and
0: oh. oh, it's gonna be. It, it was. I mean, Gardner used to be like in the country, and now it's swallowed up. Spring yeah. Hill is probably next. Lewis yeah, so that's all those a, towns. That's a fantastic game, and I
1: I think it's it's good. And the other thing that's great about it too is they've got a great they've got one of the best webcasts. Anyway, oh, I like that. It's it's I mean it's you know as it, good as webcasts, but the graphics and the guys who do the play by play do a great job. Yeah. Um, and they also Gardner Edington is
0: great too with all sports and their webcast. Yes. The team they got students, non students. They got multiple cameras all over the place. It's uh it's good to see. So, so uh, last but not least, uh, for me at least. Uh, Shawnee Mr. Northwest at Mill Valley. Mill Valley 105-7 uh, to 7 has been their cumulative score the last two weeks. Will they finally get tested by the Cougs. A couple Shawnee well, schools here. The two Shawnee high schools.
1: Yeah, well, and that's – you know, I kind of said to them, when I talked to Coach Appleby, I said, you guys are pretty close to each other. He goes, yeah. He goes, going to the Sunflower League, we kind of – we hadn't had a chance to play them the first two years. Mm-hmm. He said, but we're kind of thinking this, this might be a pretty good rivalry game for us down the line. And, I, you know, I think that – I think you want to keep playing them every – Every year, if you're if you're Mill Valley and Shawnee Mission Northwest, especially with the guys they got running those programs, I mean, yeah, you know, they're going to be good, they're going to be physical, uh, they do things the right way, and and it's you know, you're even when like Shawnee Mission Northwest is pretty young, playing a lot of sophomores,
0: yeah, to they go would, around, uh, maybe. I think they start five on defense, the quarterbacks and sophomores. Yes. But that's also a freshman class that went undefeated uh, last year in Sunflower League Play. It's funny. There are two freshman classes that went undefeated last year in uh, in uh, Sunflower league Play, Mill Valley and Shawnee Mission <laughs> Northwest. They never played each other because there's 100 teams in the league, but they uh, both just cruise through.
1: So I, I guess we're saying here in the next couple, three years that, that this is definitely a game we want <laughs> yes, to this, this
0: is going to be one. This is going to be a game uh, for the next, well, two years at least. We'll see if they cycle around and get to play each other. Um, again, on, on a third year when those, I guess, sophomores or are, our uh, are seniors, but now it should be. Listen, his name's Malik Oatis. Yes, right. It's not Aotis. I mean, us Kansas City, you know, got Royals fans from the past. Yes, I always want to say Amos Otis, right? A O. Yes. Um, it's, O-A-Tis. it's Oatis. It took me.
1: It took me half a year to train myself to do it, but, but now I got. Listen,
0: learn his name because he's spectacular. I always think Oasis, and I just put a T in the middle. Is what I do.
1: So last week, of course, we're running the scoreboard. They're on the spectrum game, Uh, and you know, I hear stuff. And then, you know, the the Olathe North would take a lead, and the next thing I know, was like Kevin White, and there goes Oatis, and he's sprinting down the field with people going after him. So he is definitely Olathe North did a
0: great job, especially early in the first half, of just bottling him up, and so many plays of no gain or even thrown for a loss. But with that guy, it's like one linebacker that doesn't fill a gap. Right? (laughs) He's gone.
1: Yeah, and so it's you definitely uh, uh, need to make sure that uh, is your is your uh, middle one in the rotation there now yeah. or yeah <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure he's well aware he's got
0: of... the he to meet him at the line of scrimmage otherwise there's no chance <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> it, he's not gonna run him down it, it, in, the, in the yards behind there it's uh, advantage awaits <laughs>
1: <laughs> no yeah. it's good that's a fun game and I that, those are those are, like I said those are two schools that are close to each other kids know and that's gonna be great
0: look I mean a defenses. Just great! Just off the charts this year, and the front four, the front six, they're running a four-two, are uh, experienced, right? And they're they've just blown up the first two opponents. But this will be their toughest test, and one of the toughest ones uh, of the season. Should be a great time out there, Western Shawnee, yes. Eastern Shawnee versus Western Shawnee. Coincidentally, Shawnee Mission Northwest is the only Shawnee Mission school that's in either Shawnee mm-hmm. or Mission. Yeah, the rest are like in Overland Park or. Or, Roland Park, is or, one in Roland Park. No, North, North, North is, is in, still in Overland Park. You ah, it actually goes up all that that high. East is in Prairie Village, right? I yep, believe, so. and then uh, South Overland Park, West is Overland Park, yeah, and then Northwest. There you go, geography lesson of the day. Uh, <laughs> if I got it right, uh, all right, I gotta get I gotta do TV now. Uh, Dion, you gotta go. Ah, that's a- I don't know, pet your dog or something like that. Uh, Dogs be quiet
1: today. When we do it the, do it in the daytime, We the dog – the nighttime, the dog wants to make noise. That
0: makes so, sense. That makes sense. That's, that's
1: why on Friday nights I got to get him a chew and set him down. And
0: Yeah. By the way, check us out on on Friday nights, KSHB 41. We'll have uh, all the highlights of some of the best games out there. I'll run through some of the games that we maybe didn't get. Uh, we're trying to get to Christ Prep at center. Center, they are we, athlete of the week this week. Uh, Joseph Victor, quarterback, yeah. he is legit. Not a class three school. You gotta play there so so good, so fast, so talented. Uh St. Michael at Pembroke Hill. we're looking at uh Raytown, Raytown South. Always uh, always a good one. Any others, uh Lee Summit North, Lee Summit. It's kind of a rivalry week. One we didn't mention, I'd like to Gardner Edgerton alight the West. It's gonna be a great battle. Look, one of those teams is undefeated, it's Gardner Edgerton, though. And yeah. uh look at Jesse Onos knows how to coach, and he's down there in uh Gardner, and he's got what Justin Dustin Delaney Dustin Delaney. So yeah couple the, guys another the, way around the football field yes
1: they definitely will so it'll, it'll be good to see that game's hit and think the Lathal west got to try and bounce back i mean they lost to a good lawrence team last week
0: yeah they yeah. Did. I did i think the i mean there's it's gonna be tight sunflower league a lot a lot of good yeah, teams the, right there the middle of the sunflower league is, is oh, yeah. big and yeah everybody's really close to each other awesome dion thanks for the time we appreciate it thanks to you as well for watching snap tackle Pop. we'll see you next week enjoy friday night